What's up and welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio, where we share stories of health and fitness success and valuable information to help you, our listeners, have success on your health and fitness journey. Today I have Cheyenne on the podcast and we talk all things supplements. Some areas I think you're really going to like are how Cheyenne uses supplements to triage her client's nutrition and how she prioritizes gut health before anything else in her supplement regimen. Just a heads up that audio in this is a little off. We had some issues with our mics, so this is not our normal audio quality, uh, and we apologize for that, but just want to give you a heads up. But without further ado, here is MBS Fitness Radio. Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is MBS Fitness Radio. All right, welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Cheyenne Caldwell. Cheyenne is one of our coaches, nutrition coaches. She also does uh, recovery in her recovery room. And today, our topic is supplements. So, let's jump right in. Cheyenne, what is a supplement? Supplemental. Wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so it's anything you take that's supplemental to your nutrition and health. Okay. So... Like, give me an example of, of what you would consider is a supplement and then it's not a supplement. Yeah, so to me, um, guiding my nutrition clients through this has been interesting because for each person determines what's supplemental to you. Yeah, right. So, like, um, for person A, what's supplemental to them would not be the same that's supplemental to another person. Okay. Person A may require that in their diet. Got it. Rather than person B who has the diet that contains whole foods, and uh, say like a protein powder would be supplemental to them, whereas person A, they can't get to whole foods, that's a requirement for you now. So I think it's pretty interchangeable. Interesting. Um, I think some supplements will always stay supplemental. Um, But the majority of the ones that we think of when we think like supplements, they think of like protein powder and creatine and greens and reds and things like that. Um, Those are, I think, very variable on the person, they depend on the person. Got it, so you would say, uh, yes, yeah, so like greens, reds, mm-hmm. they, they might be considered supplements, Yeah. and then they might not be considered supplements. Yeah. Interesting, okay. Um, what about like a protein bar? Um, I think that's a very similar um, route. So like somebody who is traveling and can't get their hands on um, like a real whole food option or like um, I have a client who she's, uh, her company, she travels, she only gets paid for like fast food, right? Like she just, only- She can't like submit she a receipt for Yeah, her. she can't go to like uh, Kroger and get what she needs and she's traveling or the grocery store or the local or whatever. She can only buy stuff from a restaurant and fast food. And they don't give her like a, uh, a budget. Right. It's just like- It's like, here's your, here's your, like, this last week she just told me it was Jack in the Box. Like that's what you get. They the predetermine it? Yes. We'll, so, yeah. Yes. So, like, oh, now gosh. we're looking at that, and I'm like, all right, protein bars. So, like, I wouldn't call that supplemental. However, like, if you're here, and you know, you're in the gym, and you're on your way home, like, and you're going to have a protein bar, that's supplemental. Interesting. Okay. What about, what about, like, Gatorade? Oh, I'd definitely say supplemental. Okay. Yeah. Because there's better options, and I think that kind of comes down to, like, kind of what we'll go with this is, like, there's a lot of options of supplements. There's a lot of different brands, and they're not all made equally. Yeah. And so, like, Gatorade is one of those ones that's, yes, it's awesome, and athletes use it, but uh, at the bottom line, like, we can get that same thing from natural substance yeah. rather than the supplemental. 
there's some memes that said there's only two types of people that, that take Gatorade <clears throat> people who are hungover and high level athletes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's pretty pretty interesting insight. <clears throat> Absolutely. Here's okay, so here's how I kind of categorize supplements. Um, I categorize them as food, mm-hmm. performance, and then health. Mm-hmm. So like I would say uh, a food-based supplement replaces um, <clears throat> or makes it easier for you to get the required nutrients um, in a just easier to digest or easier to, to yeah. carry form. So like protein powder yeah. is a food-based supplement. <clears throat> and then um, a performance-based supplement is something that directly, they use directly to improve performance. So like creatine, mm-hmm is something you would use to directly improve performance. Yep. Um, and maybe I would put like Gatorade in there as well. Like pre-workout. <clears throat> yeah, pre-workout. Yeah. But then like some things kind of fall into both because you say, well, Gatorade contains carbohydrates, right. easier to drink it than to eat a potato while you work out. Right. <laughs> and then health is things that are designed to, and I guess the, there's a little bit of a gray area through all these things. But like vitamin D would be a health-based supplement. Right. It's designed to directly impact your overall health. I mean, and, and doing so, it would also improve performance. Exactly. But like fish oil, I would say it's a health-based supplement, though it is fish oil. Right. So you could make so that. You could put that in the food category because it's back got to. Yeah. So I don't think. Uh, I mean, but it's intention. Not, would be <clears throat> yeah so that's kind of the way I categorize do you have any yeah. categories that you kind of put them in or that's that's pretty much the way I've been yeah. taught and trained through certs and yeah. research that I mean I would 100% agree with uh-huh. that cool all right so when would you tell someone hey it's time to start taking supplements or first if someone was like hey I'm ready to take some supplements what's your kind of uh, guidelines for determining yes or no or Yeah, so I mean, to kind of build off of your categories that you've outlined, I think, very properly, would be like, uh, if we're going to take a food supplement, it needs to uh, be very warranted. Like, Mm -hmm. we always want to turn to whole foods first. And I'll normally tell my people that, you know, we want to turn whole foods first, except in one very specific instance, and that's immediately after a workout. We want something as as digestible um, and as rapid in your system as you can get it, and that would be like your protein powder. Yeah. Um, or car- with a carbohydrate in it, of course. Um, so like something to recover you as fast as possible, as digested and absorbed as at a, the fastest rate. It's gonna take you a lot longer to digest your steak after your workout, right? Or your chicken or whatever it is. What if I make my steak and chicken into a shake? Um, then we get into like the whole enzyme issue, which of course we can get into later with the you know supplements. Sure, you can take that. And then take your digestive enzymes with it. Yeah. Now you're there. Um, so it's it's a rate of absorption with the food supplements. Um, that's definitely one that I I I think is an appropriate supplementation. Okay. Post workout. Um, and then you get into the you know like gut health. Most yeah, of us, yeah. I mean, if you take the average American population, it's seventy to seventy five percent I think that have a digestive issue that they know about. Out of that percentage it's 25% that actually go and do something about it. Oh, like okay. it's significant. Most of us have some sort of problem with our gut um, and we know about it, Okay. but we don't talk about it. And so like the gut yeah, health things I, I wouldn't call, yeah, well, not, not quite that severe, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, hopefully you're just reverse or not. That's an issue right now. But um, I think just in, in general, like we, uh, 
we see that as like, oh, well, there's some supplements I could take, but I'm not really sure if they would work. Um, and I think that's definitely a warranted like, yes, let's let's use supplements as a routine because we're not getting what we need clearly through our whole foods. Um, so I think things like gut health or sleep um, to fix a major problem in the health category, yeah. we need to supplement. Yeah. Um, as far as like, well, I think I could probably get some bigger muscles taking creatine, but you're eating fast food all the time and not drinking water. Like, maybe not. Maybe we yeah, yeah. change diet and exercise first and then move to other supplements afterwards after everything's pretty much lined up. So I think it's, if you've got that, you've got that appropriate um, balance of nutrition and exercise, and then you add supplements in to fill the gaps, that's, like, that's appropriate. All right, so like, what are some questions you would ask someone to kind of determine whether or not you would introduce supplements? <clears throat> like, <clears throat> on day one versus like day 30, like, what are the yeah. questions you're talking to someone about? Um, just in general, like food, food diary. Okay. Like, what do you normally eat in a day? Yeah. And if their answer is like, if in the week we're having like some, some fast foods and we're having some issues with um, getting enough calories and getting enough protein in, at that point we're gonna try to go to the whole food source first. Yeah. Absolutely, and like try to make a good, long-term, sustainable change in their lifestyle. Um, if that's something that they're not willing to change, sure, we can supplement then. Yeah. Absolutely, let's supplement. Because it's more important to meet those requirements than it is to change that person's like dynamic. Yeah, so you're almost kind of uh, triaging mm -hmm what's needed to get them to kind of baseline requirements for yeah. health and fitness. Yeah. <clears throat> like baseline requirements for health and fitness to be training right or eating well. Yes. Like what, we could define what simple. that is. Yeah, yeah, but keeping it simple, that's exactly it. So if it's, if I'm struggling to, to get proper nutrition in, mm -hmm. then if I can utilize a supplement to kind of like set that baseline. Yeah. Then that kind of that's where like I kind of introduce that. Yeah. Or if <clears throat> I'm like I'm sleeping like crap, mm -hmm. so then I'm skipping my workouts every morning, mm -hmm. and then um, and then I'm tired throughout the day, so I'm t taking some caffeine, and then uh, then I'm starving at night, and right. that's causing me to eat bad. Yeah. we go. Okay. Well, is there something that we can institute now, <clears throat> supplement wise, yeah. to help improve your sleep? Because that's that is the that's the bleed mm -hmm. we gotta like stop this bleed yes. so that we can then address the rest of this stuff down yeah. the road because if, if this continues you bleed out and we, exactly. we, we die so. and i kind of i kind of <laughs> actually like really like the the fact that that brings like it's an emergency yeah. like you say like triage and like that's the bleed like cauterize it you know like making sure that people understand like it is a health emergency to not get your requirements nutritionally yeah that is the problem yeah uh but like back to your saying with the sleep like if we can change, and we, we have healthy sleep habits in general, right? Like we're not sleeping with the TV on and yeah. our phone and, and off and stuff like that. Or drinking alcohol before we go to sleep yeah. and having that make us fall asleep, stuff like that. Um, if we've changed all those things or if we're not willing to change those things, then absolutely supplement in order to get yourself healthy. So I think that kind of health category can be a little less supplement and a little more routine and mm -hmm. regimen yeah. um, than just filling in the gaps. Yeah. That can be routine. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I was talking to Katie earlier about um, mindset, and I called it the consumer versus investor mindset. And so, like, 
consumer mindset on things about like first order effects in the here and now, mm-hmm. and then investor mindset considers like second, third order mm-hmm. effects, and then like long term risk risk uh, profiles for yeah. different stuff. And so, like I think a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, like six hours of sleep, like that's pretty good. Uh, and we're like, yeah, that's kind of a bleed mm-hmm. uh, because like the six hours of sleep makes it where you can only train two days a week, right? And but before you get totally tired, and it causes you to eat good like 60% of the time. So like the first order effects is like, you're kind of tired and you don't necessarily eat that great or train enough. Mm-hmm. But then the second order effects is like, what does this occur over the next 10 years? Right. And then the third order effects is, or, or I would even say second order effects is like, how does this impact your life over the rest of your life? And the third order effects is like, how does that then impact others around you? And so, it, I mean, it sounds a little, dramatic to kind of be like, well, uh, you, you getting five hours or six hours of sleep is a bleed. But when we consider like the long-term effects of that, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, it could be not just 10, 20 years off your life, um, but it could be like the sacrifice that you're making from now till you die. And then what's the third order effects, the effects of you not actually living a healthy and fit life and how is that impacting other people around you? <clears throat> kind of the ripple effect. Like, yeah. sure, it's just five hours of sleep or six hours of sleep, yeah. but like that, like you said, like yeah. that turns into not training. It turns into like, it turns into binging at night, yeah. um, and the cycle continues. And next year, you're at four hours of sleep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I think uh, that's where we're kind of like, how do we stop this bleed? It's mm-hmm. like this, it is that important, and why we can like, why we kind of focus on that area particularly yeah. versus saying like. Um, or why would, why would we potentially introduce a supplement into mm-hmm. this? And like, hopefully it'd be like, well, <clears throat> if we can make those five hours of sleep just that much more restful, mm-hmm. maybe that gets you exercising the third day. Yeah. And this shows you like, ah, I, would, I see now a difference from going from five hours of unrestful sleep to five hours of restful sleep. Right. What would I feel like if I got seven hours of good sleep? Exactly. You know, and we can maybe kind of exactly. build on that momentum. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> uh, and it, that's kind of, the problem with areas with supplements um, or like you're playing with fire there because now we're like introducing the magic pill right yeah. uh, and I think that's kind of this idea that a lot of supplement companies try to sell yeah, like oh, yeah. hey like let me describe the perfect scenario where like there's this one little gap missing and this bottle of whatever will fill in uh, so having that like, main problem disappear with one pill or one supplement it's just it's very unlikely yeah. right like you're at 99 percent of absolute like health fitness like you've got your nutrition dialed in 99 percent all your workouts are 99 percent your performance is exactly where you want it and that one percent maybe if you're the highest level athlete yeah. will go to 100 with a supplement yeah maybe yeah that's how i say like supplements are one percent <clears throat> actions yeah like they're they're one percent impacts yes and so um it, it, there's the foundation is we've talked about this in the past, but the foundation is like getting enough training in, mm-hmm. which realistically probably needs to be somewhere between five, five plus hours a week. Yeah. <clears throat> so if we're not getting five plus hours a week of training, that's like the the greatest impact you could make is just training an extra hour. Yeah. Finding a way to clear your schedule. Um, having a generally um, intelligent nutritional plan that gets you quality foods um, in, the, in the correct amounts um, throughout the day 
90% of the time, <clears throat> which is basically having one or two out-of-the-box meals a week. Mm -hmm. So if we're not doing that, then again, there's like, that's a 50% effect or 100% effect right. that is something that's make a difference. Getting the quality sleep, right. um, making sure our hormones are, are kind of in check and our mental health is, 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 um, is stabilized as well. Yeah. So what's all of those? Like I'm training five hours a week, I'm eating good, I'm, um, I know my hormones are correct, I'm in a good spot mentally, yeah. and then I'm getting eight hours of sleep. And to piggyback off that water too. <laughs> yeah, and getting, yeah, that would fall in the nutritional yeah, piece. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's this all one little piece when you put the supplements. <clears throat> so once we're doing all of that, that's when like performance supplements can kind of come yeah. into play. Absolutely. Um, or if we're in a period of life where right, the sleep is just kind of crazy right now, mm -hmm. like can we put a band aid on it with mm -hmm. the recognition that we have to get back to. Yeah. Quality sleep. Yeah, yeah. You're triaging it. Yeah. You're gonna be able to come and limp by yes. for the next month because you've got some crazy stuff that makes you get right. six hours of sleep. Right. But ultimately you have to get back to eight hours of sleep or you know, seven, nine hours. You're walking wounded, you need yeah. to you need to fix it, but it's yeah. not dire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think when I'm like trying to, to, to tell someone like, Well what's what what supplements should I take? That would be my question, like, well how many days a week do you train? Yep. How many hours of sleep do you get? How many meals of the total meals you eat per week are whole food with a protein, fat, carb, vegetable, fruit that you are eating purposefully? Mm -hmm. In other words, you you have a purpose behind eating this food. Yeah. Uh, and then what's your you know your hormones and your, your mental stress like? Right. And all that you're like, I'm good on all that. Okay, now let's talk about stuff. Yes. <clears throat> I think that's um. Uh, like American life and kind of society as a whole generally kind of throws, I mean, that's just for real. Like most people don't eat, exercise, don't eat well, are stressed to the max and have no um, real tools to, to manage it. Right. Um, they get terrible sleep because they put TVs on in their room or keep their stupid phone by their, by their bed. Yeah. Um, and they drink before bed and they take caffeine at five o'clock in the afternoon. And then because of all that, it throws all their hormones out of whack. And so this is the reality is it's like, there's no supplement you can take. To fix that. To fix that. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing in a bottle that's gonna fix that. <laughs> if that's if that's you, like the only the only strategy is to start working to develop those problems. Yes. And there's no there's no supplement you could ever recommend that will fix that. Absolutely. Okay. Um we're talking about water, because I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about the water events, please. All my nutrition clients hate me about <coughs> the water issue. Uh, it's always how's your water? How's your water? Um I think it's very it's a very under underestimated thing. Um, yeah. Once we get enough water into our bodies, into our cells, everything improves. Uh, energy, sleep, appetite, control, mm -hmm. hormones, uh, gut health, digestion, everything improves. Um, muscularity, cardiovascular, um, and when we start taking supplements. Um, we increase the need for water. Mm, yeah. Supplements are transferred by water through our cells. Um, so if you have the minimum of what your body needs, um, which we try to expand on, but like about 100 ounces, right? So like some of us take in a gallon, some of us are at the 30 ounce and we're working towards it. Yeah. About 100 ounces, right? It's like the average person needs. Now we're throwing supplements on there and they're carried by water. We need to increase that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> How does, without measuring, is there a way for someone to know if they're drinking enough water? 
You can know if you're very dehydrated. Okay. Like, what are the signs? <laughs> um, so, like, a lot of times it's, uh, it, it comes with digestion and, like, uh, fatigue, mm. weakness. Um, general fatigue. General fatigue, weakness. Stomach pain? Stomach pain, yes. Um, non-regular bowel movements, okay. things like that. And then, of course, like, you're, like, significantly dehydrated once we're, like, pinching your skin and it's tinting up kind oh, of yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so... We're looking at, at general things here, and once we add water in to the problems that most of us experience, right, like, oh my god, I'm tired, water will be the first line. And my nutrition clients, like I said, are sick and tired of hearing it. What, but the moment they do, it's like, oh my god, I didn't know I was so dehydrated before. Is it that they're drinking things and not water, or that they're just not drinking things? Like, they wake up in the morning, they eat, they eat like, a breakfast sandwich, and then drink nothing with it or just a cup of coffee and then move on yeah i think that uh, water doesn't taste like coffee and coffee's better yeah right like <laughs> so but, i mean is that throughout the whole day it's like i'm drinking a coke or i'm just not drinking even because i mean there, to a degree like you are intaking fluids right. when you're drinking this stuff right so but is it they're just not overall they're not taking in enough fluid because they just don't drink like no one's going like this must be drank on every meal yes so That's, they're only drinking like what feels good, which is a half right. of that. Or they're drinking when they're thirsty. Oh, okay. So they're rather listening to their body of like, uh, by the time you get thirsty, I don't remember what the percentage mm -hmm. is, but you've already lost a percent of your hydration in your body, right? Like mm -hmm. it's a large percent, like 20-ish or something like yeah. that. Like you've lost a lot of water in your body and by the time your body goes oh i'm thirsty we need to drink water yeah, yeah. right and so like that's normally the trigger for people it's not a habit yet yeah okay so, um, yeah. so it kind of always comes back to habit like it's not a habit for them to drink water and now we're going to add this new habit of supplement in that needs even <coughs> more water uh, so that's kind of like the pickle we end up in it's like all right you have to do this before we can actually get any benefit yeah. out of this and they feel like i'm drinking so much water and then they feel like they're drowning <laughs> in their messaging Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so from bowel movements, are we looking at like, is it uh, like when you're saying you should have a bowel movement every day, or like um, you should have bowel movements at the same time as every day, like both? Both. Okay. Ideally, yeah. yeah. Ideally both. And that gets us into like the gut health supplementation too. Like, if you're not having a bowel movement every day and we need, like, kind of like the sleep, like, we need to fix that, we need to fix that now. It may take a lot longer to fix that with a whole food and a habit and a lifestyle change. We're gonna fix that now and we're gonna fix it with some sort of a probiotic, prebiotic, digestive impact blend. What, um, what about urination? Is that a good indicator of um, hydration? It can be, I'll say that, I'll kind of tiptoe around that because yes, your clearer urine is gonna be more hydrated. Um, Watching kidney function and stuff like that is going to kind of depend, like if yeah. you got kidneys. But if you take in a Gatorade, for example, or your electrolytes, um, now your now your pee's yellow. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. So like you're hydrated, yes. Well, maybe that's like urination and frequency and amount. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that is something. Yes, and it'll like it'll shock everybody. Like you're going to be drowning in water, right? And they're like, I'm going to the bathroom every 15 minutes. Your body is used to it. Yeah, your body yeah, will yeah. finally figure out, like, okay, I'm not drowning. I can use this now. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Yeah. Okay. It, it, that's you're saying that's a more of a sign that your body is um, is adjusting to the fact that it's not used to having this much yeah. water, and it has to kind of uh, it has to auto regulate itself yeah. to be like, oh yeah, I can do stuff with yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, we'll talk about talk about gut health a little bit more. Um, I love gut health. 
Um, <laughs> it's so amazing. Quote. Um, <laughs> not on, on the IG. There you go. Uh, it's amazing. So we, my biggest pickle right now is like, I have a lot of clients that now are adding like some supplementation of protein in, mm -hmm. right? Uh, when we do that, we need to have our gut health in order so that we can digest everything that we're putting in. Yep. So like, if we haven't increased our digestive enzymes um, with other supplementation before we start the protein shakes, now we only have, like our body's only making yeah. the amount of enzyme <coughs> for the protein it's used to in taking. Yeah. We're not going to digest anything that we're putting in our body unless we give it the tools to do so. So you're saying like, if you have a client who's been under eating protein, mm -hmm. which is pretty normal, yeah. uh, their body has adapted and adjusted to producing the amount of digestive enzymes required to break down the amount of protein they've been exactly. eating. And when we double that, their body isn't used to that. Right, That's and so you can't do anything right. about it, and you're wasting your money and your time and <clears throat> yeah. your calories, yeah. not getting anything out of it. So that's where I feel like gut health comes into the biggest role with uh, with athletes that are starting to use supplementation. Yeah. Um, it's like, all right, that's nice, you're gonna buy your protein powder now. We need to put some digestive enzymes into your body before that protein powder goes right back into the toilet. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna do anything for you. Um, so making sure, like, my favorite is the first form, OptiGrains. Like, yeah. it has everything you need. It's uh, several blends all in one. It doesn't taste like crap. <laughs> Do you have them pair? Like, is it, so from a uh, digestive enzyme standpoint, mm -hmm. are you having them pair? Hey, you're going to drink this so that these enzymes are in your stomach, and then you're going to drink the shake? Or can it's, it be done where it's at separate points? Separate points. It's totally fine as long as that gut health is a priority and it's habitual. Mm. So like having the gut health be your habit, it kind of goes back to this like this health uh, supplement that category where we can do that every day. That's a routine thing. I'm gonna tell a story. Okay. And hopefully it's. What I want people to hear from this is do not do this. <laughs> this is extreme, David. Looking back on his life. <laughs> And be like, oh, that was kind of crazy. But in my powerlifting days, when um, I was trying to get up to three, I was trying to get up to two ninety-ish, and I, mean, I was eating like nine thousand calories a day, which um, I mean, from a a gut health perspective, is rough. Yeah, it's it's putting a lot of Gross. a lot of food into your body that's having to work through. <clears throat> so like, gut health was part of the the strategy. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but then we would have like Mondo cheat meals, like 3,000 calorie cheat meals, crazy stuff. Yeah. I would take digestive enzymes like throughout, like I, I preload digestive enzymes mm -hmm. so my body was ready to go eat all this food, <clears throat> take some during it, and then I take like metformin beforehand as well. Oh, God. Because <clears throat> I was like, if I can like help my body digest this quickly and then not hit a, uh, like a, an insulin yeah. resistance standpoint, I'm gonna really utilize this more. So like I had clients that would lose weight and they get off of metformin and I'm like, can I have it? <laughs> and then I would, I called it my, I called it my, um, my cheat meal PEDs. It's awful. So that is a good example of maybe some of the benefits of digestive enzymes, yeah. but a poor application. Yeah, definitely to the extreme. I think people would appreciate that story, <laughs> like okay.
that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, do that. Well, it just it shows like, hey, like you're putting you're putting new things in your body, yes. and you need to help your body like um, be able to handle it well. And to the point of like, it works. Like you yeah, got the you got the muscle mass on that you needed to get on using the digestive enzyme and prioritizing the gut health. And it, I mean, the honest difference was. <clears throat> If I had a, if when I did it, I mean, I would feel full, but I wouldn't feel like gastric distress, bloated, and I wouldn't, um, I mean, this is probably metformin, but I wouldn't feel like the uh, the insulin crash, yeah. you know, the, the, the blood glucose crash. So I'd be like, I'm full, but I can like go and operate versus mm-hmm. like, in the, you know, if I didn't do it, I'd be like, oh my gosh, my stomach's right. killing me. And that's his hormone receptor, so like, I can't remember exactly the percentage and set out the numbers, but like there's a percentage of hormones, and it's a very large percent um, that are di- they're created in your gut. Yeah. So like we're talking all the digestive organs come together and create these hormones, like serotonin, like your happy hormone, melatonin, your sleep hormone, all the things that your body makes come from your gut that you think of that like affect appetite and energy and sleep and mood and all of those things. And so in order to keep those healthy and happy. Again, like we go back to the cycle of everything. Yeah. You're not sleeping well, you know, uh, falling out on your workouts. That's all gut health related. Yeah. And we can fix all of those things if we prioritize that. And I think it was like some of the, the, the interesting science that's come out here over the last 10, 15 years is just like the, how important gut health is mm-hmm. and how it's, it's, it is a, um, it's a, it's a, um, Probably the word. It, it's a system that impacts all other systems. It, it, it's not, there's not this segregated, like, well, my, my gut health's, uh, bad, right. but it's but the, that's just separate from everything else. Right. It's like literally gut health can impact your mood. Yeah, like no, your exactly. depression can be because of your gut. tied into the fact that your gut's yeah. not working. Properly. It's the gut and brain romance, like it's, it's they are together, yeah, they are 100 together. So it's like immunity, right? It's like yep. people like me that are sick all the time. I'm like, I know that this is a gut problem, yes, <laughs> I know that this is a gut problem. So I know that I need to get back on track, get my priorities right. Make sure that I'm fueling my body in order to perform its best. Gotcha. All right, so from a gut health supplement standpoint, mm-hmm. talk about kind of like what tools we have and like your your model for like working with. People. Yeah, my first thing is um, seeing seeing what they're on right now. Like making sure any supplements or medications that they're on right now aren't interfering um, with each other, or that they're like a their quality supplement. Gotcha. Um, so kind of like we said before, like not all supplements are created equally. <laughs> making sure that like the gut health ones, the prebiotics, probiotics, are like low temperature processed. Not a lot of companies do that. Yeah. Um, talk through. Talk through that. Yeah. Like what um, low, like why that's important. Yeah. And then I ask another question. So um, the low temperature processed. There's. There's prebiotics, probiotics, enzymes in the, in the gut health realm. All of those things are living. So we need all of those things to They're be alive. Here. Right, we need all those things to be alive and active when we take them in. Yeah. Um, so that's why like, you'll see like the pills or the capsules or whatever, prebiotics at the store in the refrigerator. Yeah. We're trying to keep them alive. Yeah. Um, so if it's not refrigerated and it's not specifically low temperature processed, then it's not doing you any favors. It's dead. Yeah. So like, talk, like low temperature process yeah. means that it was processed at a temperature that does not kill what's alive. Yeah. So it does not kill the bacteria. It does not kill the enzyme. Yeah. Um. So it can still come into your body and it'll do its job. And you have to remember too, like our our stomach has very harsh acids in it. So if you get something that maybe um, it, like 
I had a problem with like expired prebiotics, oh, right? So things like that, like it's gonna go into your gut, now your stomach is going to react with it with acid and it's not gonna get any further than your stomach. You need that in all of your gut health, so like all of your digestive system, all the way through the intestines. Um, so making sure that it's a company that has a lot of education yeah. um, and is willing to share that education um, to make sure that their their supplements and their products are <coughs> legit going to help you yeah. and they're not gonna your your gut's not gonna kill it yeah. by the so, time it helps. So first form <coughs> opti grains, opti reds. Yep. They are low temperature and exactly. processed. And, and it's hard a, to find those. Yeah. Um, athletic greens still so. Yeah. And it's there's an expiration date yes. on there that you can check. And yes. it's like, okay, can I still take this? Exactly. And if you're if you're taking it, you just know that it's not the the three main things that enzyme, prebiotic, probiotic, they're not gonna be active for you. Yeah. There's other things in there that are wonderful right. and they're great blends, but those three main things that are gonna keep your gut alive, yeah. um, they're not helping you at that point. Gotcha. So you have your enzymes, prebiotic, mm -hmm. uh, uh, probiotic and then is there anything else without the fiber so the, like those are the things that yes like those are wonderful we need to have those but they're not I'm not personally so picky about like brand with those yeah. um, just just because you can you can process that yeah yeah, yeah. okay well uh, I mean do, do you do you how do you determine that someone maybe needs fiber and then like how would you instruct someone like hey you need fiber and here's how I suggest taking it um, I'll go back to whole foods first of all. Okay. Like if we're not getting any fibrous whole foods, um, so like we're talking like even down to like plant veg, plant fiber, vegetable fruit fibers also, and then like your grain, your starch fibers as well. Um, most people will be able to sell that they're fiber deficient because of their bowel movements. Okay. We're able to tell, and that can like go. That, would that be um, in, in frequency or maybe like? Um, um, like effort needed to, to yeah like it, it definitely goes both ways yeah. so like both extremes so like whether you are on the loose end or the constipated end you're gonna have a fiber problem gotcha. at some point so one way or the other we've got an issue now um not to get like medical like your your constipated client we need to get through that yeah. with a lot of enzymes yeah. and then we need to put fiber in regularly yeah, introduce fiber exactly right right, right. so you're already having trouble yeah. Yeah. if you're constipated don't take a bunch of fiber yet We'll do it systematically yeah. so that your gut can handle it. Yeah. Um, so there's a problem that needs addressed first to get back to the triage, and then we introduce what's supposed to be in your gut. So again, whole foods first. If we can't get whole foods in, if you're on like a if you're on a keto diet, that's a really good one. Like if you're on a keto diet for health reasons or it's working for you weight loss wise, whatever your mission and goal is there, yes, let's absolutely supplement some fiber yeah. in. That makes sense. Now, I recently was listening to a podcast called. Like fiber's impact on um, triglycerides, LDL, and I was uh, I was taking a fiber supplement, and I, I had never really it was um, uh, soluble fiber with you know, metamucil or whatever, mm -hmm. and I um, I was like well, I'm gonna go check this because I was like I'm taking fiber, but I'm curious to see how much I am taking, and like um, I just was taking two capsules, and I think the um, the recommended dose was like five capsules four to five times a day. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah. I don't have, I, I, I do not have gut health issues. Yeah. But I was like, oh gosh, okay. Well, sure. I was totally <laughs> off when it came to like the supplemental amount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is like, they have to make supplemental amounts like that because you're supposed to be getting it from Whole Foods. You're yeah. supposed to eat four or five times a day yeah. and have that much fiber in your meals. Um, so instead of 
whole food. Like that would be very supplemental. Yeah, like like you would need to take if you're not getting enough fiber, this is how we can ensure you're gonna get exactly. enough fiber. So I, I ended up doubling I ended up taking two doses. So like I was taking two pills, I started taking ten pills. Mm-hmm. Um but I can't I can't say I felt any difference in anything. Yeah. But I'm curious to see how it impacts my, my blood levels. Yeah. Um I tend to have a like higher LDL and try to check less right. So I I did it purely for like blood health reasons. Research. <laughs> Research on myself. Right on, because it's gonna actually, you know, have an impact here. But yeah, I was uh something uh, another distinction to note is like you should check the dosage yes. amounts and take the appropriate dosage. Absolutely. <laughs> and if it says take it with water, take it with take water. Take it with water. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't imagine trying to swallow. Yeah. <laughs> fiber pills without yeah. water. Oh, Coffee's not water. Coke's not water. Water is water. It needs water. And a lot of these, these supplements, right, they need water to digest. Yeah. So being very aware of the directions on these is important, too. I love it. Okay. Uh, how do you choose a brand? What are some of the, kind of the, the thought processes you go through? <clears throat> For me, personally, like the supplements that I take, yeah. um, I like specific brands for their for their specific reasons. Yeah. So like the gut health things again, I love first form. Yeah. They're very open and very educating about why their stuff is in, it is low temperature processed. Yeah. You don't have to refrigerate and it expires in three days, right? Like yeah. it's sustainable. Um, you can put it into your daily routine and it's pretty simple. Um, so simple as you can keep it and it's routine. Yeah. I like that. So like the gut health things I love first form for. Yeah. Um, and then my sleep stuff, First Form has some good stuff, Thorn has some good stuff, Magnesium is one of the ones that's top-notch for sleep supplementation. Yeah. Um, I take a beam supplement, it's got CBD, Magnesium, a touch of Melatonin, yeah. it's got mushrooms in it too that kind of blend all together. Um, so that's my favorite. I um, can't remember the company that makes another one that's very similar like that. And if Thorn makes one, and somebody else makes one. Um, but personally, I really like First Form. I like Beam. I like Thorn. I've had Athletic Greens. I like them too. They don't make a whole lot else. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they kind of said, this is the one thing yeah. we're going to be good at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's right. They're good at it. Um, protein-wise, protein-wise should also, again, back to low temperature process. Yeah. Protein should also be low temperature process. So the stuff that you're buying in the bag at Costco is probably not as beneficial to you. It's not saying it's not going to do anything. Yeah. It's not as beneficial. Um, and when it goes into your gut, is it digestible? Yeah, I um, and I'll, I'll just kind of hit on that real quick. I think that sometimes people like, um, they're just making price uh, decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, they go like, well, protein, protein, that's way, that's way. Right. And they go, well, this one's 50 and this one's 35. I yeah. do that. And they don't quite understand like, well, um, the reason that's 50 is because the quality of that protein is significantly higher. Yes. So, you're actually getting a better ROI mm -hmm. because the, the the protein that you're intaking is actually going to be utilized to build tissue right. in the amounts that it's suggested on that. Yeah. So not to say that the other one doesn't have those amounts. It's just the quality of the protein makes it so that it's not going to be digested, absorbed, and utilized right. as well as that other one. So, yeah, that's this. I think sometimes people kind of just make the, the price comparison and don't yeah. understand what, what's the difference between these brands. Right. And the, I mean, it really does <coughs> come down to like 
it comes down to name brand. Like they're they are brands that are notorious for making quality protein. Yep. And that's why you see like these high level athletes using these and being endorsed by and being sponsored by these specific brands. Yep. Um and not to be like a brand loyalist, but like those are the ones I want to use. Yeah. Right? Like those have gotten <clears throat> these people to this edge yeah. on their like they're the ninety nine percent, right? They're they're doing ninety nine percent of things. This is the one percent that they're choosing to use. I'll put my faith in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, not to be like a, a brand junkie, but like those are the ones I'm going to follow. Yeah. Are the people that in the sport that I'm trying to chase yeah. and live up to, those are the ones I'm going to use. The only pushback I'd say on that was like when I was in middle school, I remember uh, there was there was a brand called Muscle Tech. Okay. And they sponsored um, Jay Cutler. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jay Cutler takes Muscle Tech. I'm going to take Muscle Tech. Which, fun story, if you want to talk about supplements. Um, back in the day, supplements were terrible. <laughs> and they had protein powder that tasted like chalky ass. It was so <laughs> bad. And then they had a creatine that blew your gut up. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, Jay Cutler takes it, I'm taking it. And I would take it every day after, I don't know why I would thought, I was like, I'd take it after lunch, you're supposed to take like grape juice or something. And then uh, and then I would go to class, and then after class I'd run to the restroom. Yeah. And Give me that kid. Blow it all up. <laughs> and do it every day. Uh, but I, in my, like, so there, there are some brands, yes. like, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, like, there's a reason I use first form yes. or trust thorn. Like I, I there's a reason and I know I know it's like multi level. Yeah. I trust that company because I know kind of what their values are. Because you've done your research. Yeah, and then on top of that, I know that that athlete is actually using yes. their stuff. Yes. Versus like was Jay Color actually using muscle tech? Yeah, maybe. Or was he just sponsored by them and yeah. their brand? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't used them, but like, if I might have just been them checks, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but do, definitely doing your own research and making sure that, like, that I love the companies that put out research. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones. Those yeah. are the ones that I'm drawn to because they care about making sure that their clients, their customers, understand what their mission is, what they're doing. Yeah, they're not just saying, they're not just they're putting not out marketing. Mm-hmm. Part of their marketing is like, hey, our, Education. we want you to know how to use this yeah. properly. And what it does for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of companies get, I mean, we have a consumer-driven culture, and like, a, I mean, if you're like, here, this is gonna work for you, we're gonna buy it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, that's the shit I've been missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right, I'm super overweight, I'm super unhealthy, I feel terrible all the time, I need creatine. Yeah, right. You right. know, like, so, so the companies that are willing to put out research <coughs> to combat that culture that we yeah. live in, I think is respectable. And those are the companies that I would like to put my money in, because yeah. I know that they're worth investing in. Yeah, when I'm looking at, at, at companies, like, I look at their whole brand, what they're putting out. And what, what I like about, like, companies like First Form is, like, when I look at their product here, which we have it right here, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a person on the front. Right. Um, I also like the fact when companies sell a, 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 an isolated product. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I, I can take magnesium in the amounts that I want to take it. I can separate creatine out. Yeah. Versus giving me only the options to do, you know, uh, workout pump 10,000. Right. Which has a bajillion different things. Right. It, you know what I mean? So, that's another thing I look for is, do they sell isolated supplements where I can... You can dose it yourself. Yeah. And then the names of them, the, the names of them aren't designed to, like make you think that there's something they're not. Yeah. You know. 
yeah. muscle muscle builder ten thousand. My yeah. favorite one was muscle marinade. I was like, that's oh, awesome. that's awesome. I really liked it. Uh, like back in the nineties and the early two thousands, like whoever was naming supplements, they had an awesome. It, you know, a thousand percent. It was a bunch of like twenty and thirty yeah. year old bodybuilders, just being like, dude, what do you want to name this thing? Oh, muscle marinade. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's it. That's the marketing strategy. There was one one that the the capsule, like whatever the supplement was, the uh, container the supplement was in was a grenade. Oh. And you open the top of the grenade. What was it called? I can't remember. But then you pulled out a capsule, and the capsule looked like a grenade. See, it's shit like that that makes people want to buy it, and they're like, I don't care if it does anything for me, that's cool. (laughs) Well, like, if you're 16, you're like... Right. You're like, this is for sure. Yeah, like, we're putting that in the routine. <laughs> when you're reading Flex Magazine, you see a grenade and you see like some giant body right. going like, oh, and you're like, that's where it's at. Yeah. yeah. Thousand, you know, thousand percent muscle gain in the first eight weeks. Like, right. I'm in. Mom, buy Sold. me this. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's talk about your top supplements. Um, we've hit on a lot of them so far. I love the Opti Greens from Fresh Run. I love the Opti Reds. I love them paired together too. Mm. Tastes better first of all. Second of all, once you get those greens in, digestively. How do you drink them? Mm, I drink them in a little shot of water. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I have a question. Though. Yeah. So I put mine in a shake. Yeah. Now it's water in the shake. Okay. Uh, and I do that because they taste better in the shake than they do in the water. That's fine. And it's like one last thing we do. So that's kind yeah. of, that's a strategy if anyone wants to utilize it's it. Totally fine. Um, <laughs> don't put I, it in your coffee though. Don't, oh God, no. Um, and then I do I do have a couple of other things that are powdered that I take. Sometimes yeah. I'm not real consistent with them because yeah. I don't really believe in them. It's just like, oh, I'm going to try that, right? What is it? Um, right now, right now I'm just doing electrolytes. I've taken some other stuff. Um, <laughs> I've had like a flavored creatine I'll put in there. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, just, you know, I like stuff. I do like electrolytes in it. Um, people will mix it in like Gatorade. They'll mix it in their uh, like vitamin water or whatever. What? Greens, reds. Oh, green. Yeah. Right. So, um, those, those two are my favorite. You get, the, you get the green digestive health, you get the red um, anti inflammatories, antioxidants. Um, currently take fish oil. Okay. Um, that's another one like the like the gut health stuff. Like you need to make sure that it is properly sourced. Yeah. You've got your EPA, your DHA, all of your stuff that's properly sourced there. Um, it's not coming from like a fish farm because now we're releasing stress hormones into our fat instead yeah. of uh, the fish oil that we're going after. Right. Um, so fish oil there. Um, again, I love I love my sleep supplement. Yeah. A lot of my clients have had a lot of success on that. Yeah. Uh, that's been pretty much game changer for a lot of people. Um, and then protein. Okay. Good protein powder. You can't go wrong with uh, the first one for sure. Um, particularly, I like ghost uh, vegan. So I can't have whey. My stomach reacts uh-huh. terribly to it. Ghost has a really good vegan. Ghost and brand? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you take yep. the vegan protein. Yep. What, um, I mean, what's the source of the vegan protein? <clears throat> normally it's pea mm-hmm. and brown rice. Normally, I like a good egg bite protein too. Okay, well, okay. So for uh, pea and brown rice, mm-hmm. do you do you change your amounts up because of the digestibility? It's actually more digestible than anything else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that digestibility absorption. You like mm-hmm. it like the, the the amino acid profile. Yeah. Do you take? I, I 
So P and RS together give you the full amino acid profile. Uh, if you get one or the other without without gotcha. the other, then you, you're missing some amino acids. Gotcha. Um, so you would have to supplement yeah. with essential amino acids. Yeah. Um, for sure. That's a great question. I but, think. Well, I think so. Okay, to kind of help people understand what we're talking about, there's like <clears throat> there's there's um protein quality grades, mm -hmm. and there's a quality grade as far as like uh, digestibility. Uh, absorption, so mm -hmm. it gets digested, it gets absorbed, and then also the amino acid profile that that um, that, that protein has. And so you, you need a specific, well, you need specific amounts of different amino acids. Mm -hmm. And so um, when we say that there's protein in vegetables, that means that there's amino acids in those vegetables, right. but that doesn't always mean that they have all the amino acids in the amounts that you need. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like 20 grams of protein from broccoli is very different than 20 grams of protein from from uh, chicken. Right. And uh, and just and the reality is, is like that uh, that broccoli is not going to provide you with enough quality protein in the amounts necessary to help you grow. And be healthy mm -hmm. like the um, like the chicken would, but uh, so that's just something to consider if you're like in the vegan world. Yeah. it's just not a one for one match. Absolutely not. So you uh, you do have to go, you have to do a little bit more research and work a little bit more harder. Yeah. Uh, but the nice thing is with vegan based protein sources, because in the past like what's been what's been tough is like if you're a vegan and you're utilizing um, plants is your mm -hmm. only source of um, of food well guess what plants have in them I'm well amino acids and then carbs yeah exactly. and then also use and then using fats right and so it throws your it throws your total calories away all over the place because mm -hmm. you're trying to get um, you're trying to get your protein from peanuts or from peas or right. you know it's definitely uh, your body needs to use your body has to learn how to source that. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, it, if you do a diet like that, it is best to do it under some sort of nutrition counseling yeah. um, so that you actually have a full amino acid profile. Yeah. Um, you can build muscle. You're not tissue wasting at any point. Yeah. Uh, those amino acids are really important for protein synthesis. Yeah. You've got to be able to have those in your, in your diet. And if you don't supplement with them, right, they're not necessarily coming from an animal. Like, you can supplement with them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like vegan diet. the nice thing about the supplements is it actually makes it somewhat doable yeah so like that like like back to our original question like if for somebody who's vegan we need to add amino acids in we're going to consider that a necessity yeah. rather than a supplement yeah yeah because there'd be there would probably be no i'm not gonna say logical there'd be no realistic way mm -hmm. to get it any other way yeah. i mean it would just be such a pain in the ass especially <laughs> with the way our food is now like we're not as nutrient dense in our food processing. Um, None of our foods are the way that they're supposed to be, yeah. right? Like they're not paleo, right? Yeah. Um, so like everything's become so processed. We're not absorbing everything that we should from them. Yeah. We're getting a lot of calories in. We're not getting a lot of nutrients in. Love it. Okay, um, I will list and like we're gonna have a lot of similar things. But I think what's what's interesting is we kind of go through this order. It's like food. Mm -hmm. Health mm -hmm. and performance, and I think that's where people kind of flip it or flip it around. They're like, "I need performance right. improvements." You're like, eh. you don't understand. Like it, it does. It, it's doing such a small amount. Mm -hmm. um, it's worth doing if you're trying to get that one percent. Yeah. Um, so, like my order is obviously protein powder. Yeah. Um, it just makes it so much easier to get in 
um, the total amount of protein that you need in uh, the right quantities in the right times without stressing the crap out of your gut. Right. Um, and it tastes really good nowadays. Yeah. Back in the day, and it tastes really good. So that would be the kind of my food, uh, my food base. Mm -hmm. um, and then my next important supplement, I kind of just put it as a sleep. So I take magnesium every night. Yep. And I take night tea most nights. Um, and going back to like setting that foundation of like getting good quality sleep on a regular basis is what sets you up for success in every other area. That's instructing <clears throat> the cycle, correct? Yeah, so. Um, Back to reading directions. Yeah, yeah reading directions. <laughs> and I've done both. Like for a while, I did Monday through Friday and took off Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Then for whatever reason, I was like, I'm gonna do like every other day. <clears throat> and the only thing I kind of wanted to decide to do was just go back to Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna be honest, like, I, I feel better when I take night tea, but it's a, I would say I get about five to max 10% sleep improvement mm -hmm. from sleep quality from night tea versus not being on night tea. Um, it's like the foundation of there is like, like I don't put my phone in my, right. my like we don't have a TV in our, in our bedroom. I don't have a phone in my bedroom and I do all the wacky shit to make sure my sleep's great. I do, I do you know, my temperature stuff before I sleep. Mouth taping. I tape my mouth. Yeah. I put a, uh, I put a, um, what are the things called? I sleep, a sleep mask. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a chiller pad. And so like, yeah. you know. And those are the, like, that's, that's the 99% effort before the 1% yeah. supplemental magnesium comes in. Granted, most people are, you know, low on magnesium would probably need yeah, it, yeah. but that's it. That's what 99% effort looks like. 100. percent I'm gonna yeah. be like, hey, hey, you want to get better sleep? I'm gonna tell you exactly what to do. Yeah, you're not gonna do it. Put your phone away. Yeah, exactly. Turn the TV off. Take that room. Don't watch TV at night. Yeah. You can't watch. T you can't. You can't do any electronics like the last 30 minutes before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. uh, and put tape over your mouth, mm -hmm. and you'll probably sleep better than you've ever slept in, yep. your, in your life. <laughs> Uh, but if you're already doing that stuff and you're looking to get a little bit better, then night tea can kind of help. Yeah. Um, what I find that night tea helps a lot with is like, you know, when I'm traveling, mm -hmm. if I'm in a different time zone and like, I'm like, ooh, I need to get back on track for my sleep. Yep. Or if I've had like, um, if I'm off whack, like if I go to sleep at the same time every day, I go to sleep at the same time every day and wake mm -hmm. up. like weekends and during, or during the, the week um but if i get off of that and i need to get like then taking that night tea like hammers me into yes. sleep that kind of forces me to, to get back on track that makes sense yeah gives you a deeper sleep too yeah. when you are off track there you go yeah so that's kind of like for people who are might be maybe shift workers i've seen like a nurse who maybe works like two two twenty fours at night and then comes back to daytime and is not and is like shifting their sleep mm -hmm. schedule with that versus being on the same sleep like that might be a usage of that supplement to like hammer my hammer me back into a new circadian rhythm absolutely or just even like the maintaining like i mean all these coaches here we're, we're like within an hour or two yeah. off of our sleep right maybe we just have classes or we're yeah. not waking up at four o'clock every morning yeah, you know what i mean right. and so like to have something more routine yeah to provide that quality sleep so that when you do wake up at like maybe an hour or two different every day, yeah. you're still the same person in the morning. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I get, so that's kind of my food and then health would be sleep right. and then uh, continue down and go like, I think vitamin, fish oil, <clears throat> greens, powders, and, and fiber. Mm -hmm. And um, 
to me like the vitamin D, like with vitamin D and fish oil, it's just, it's so silly not to take. It's inexpensive, it's easy to take, and it's just so impactful to sleep. Same thing with the greens powder and the fibers, like it's yeah. so easy. And then finally I get into like performance stuff. So I put caffeine as like kind of a primary performance mm -hmm. impactor. Um, it's cheap, easy, everyone takes it. And then finally I put in, um, I take enduroformance mm -hmm. before I work out by first form and intraformance. But so I would just say those are like, those are like the 1% boosts. Yeah. You know, they give me a little bit more, they, they help me, I'm not gonna get into the details of how enduroformance works, but they just provide me a little bit extra support yeah. for those training sessions. To, to perform at a high level and also like recover from them. Mm -hmm. And I also put an element yeah. uh, as a, as a um, um, electrolyte supplement. And a I, necessary one though. Yeah, and I yeah. take it after training, but during the summertime, I was taking, like when it was hot outside and I sweat all the time, I, I would take, I took it, took it up to three packs a day. A day yeah. But I was like sweating all the time. So yeah. I kind of just adjust based on how much I was sweating. The final thing I take, I do take L-carnitine. Basically, what it helps do is, is drive lipids into oxidation. It helps you burn that fat a little yeah. bit better. Um, it, I also saw something where it said it actually increases androgen receptors in muscle cells. I was like, heck yeah. So Also tastes good in green. So to try that one in there. <laughs> yes. Um, but again, I get like we're talking like, what's the impact? Half a percent. Yeah. Are you uh, going to see it on the in the mirror on the scale and you're in close? Probably not. I would see it in the mirror and in clothes over five years yeah. of doing everything else correctly right, with exactly. this on there. Exactly. Um, so that's like, for most people, I'm like, you don't need to take L-carnitine. Right. Um, right. But for us, it's a, one, well, I'll do the 99%, but then yeah. also too, it's like kind of experimental. Let's, right. Let's just see how this works before I suggest it to anyone else. Right, exactly. So, all right. Um, any final words, Cheyenne? Drink your water. Drink your water. <laughs> Love it. All right, awesome. All right, y'all. NBS Fitness Radio out. What an awesome podcast with Cheyenne right there. Uh, my biggest takeaway was all things gut health. I hadn't previously thought about setting the foundation of digestion and absorption in the gut prior to taking protein supplements. So I thought that was a really good insight uh, from Cheyenne. Um, and for all of you guys, here's the deal. If you're not sure what supplements to take, if you are taking a supplement that your friend told you to take, or one that you found on the internet, or you found on the grocery store aisles, reach out to us. Let us guide you so that you do this appropriately. And not even with just regards to supplements, like we say in the podcast, they're 1% difference makers. The real difference is training and nutrition. If you're struggling at all, if you'd like to get better, reach out to us. Our process is called a no sweat intro. We sit down, we talk to you, we learn about your goals, we learn about your struggles, and we put a plan together that's specific for you. So go to our website, nbsfitness.net, and click on the NSI button on the homepage. We hope to see you soon. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.